The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Hey, it's 305 on the 630 Chat Afternoon News. We'll be taking you live to the throne speech in just a matter of minutes. Right now, they're just going through some formalities, which they always do on the uh, the start of a, of a, of a sitting. Let me turn this on. They sing a couple of songs as well. Yeah. They do O Canada for sure. I can't remember if they do God Save the Queen, but I think they I might. I think that they would have... Mm-hmm to do God Save the Queen? A couple of musical numbers. And yeah, then, a couple of show, <laughs> couple <of> show tunes. <laughs> and then the chorus line starts. Oh, and, uh, boy. But, uh, yeah, as we know, so this session gets underway, and we've been talking about it um, you know, quite a bit over the past week or so as as the countdown is on. It's almost like the the the, the Notley versus Kenny. Mm-hmm. You know, how that is going to, to shake down and, and see yeah. how... It'll be an interesting session for sure. Yeah. Uh, keeping in mind, again, uh, a little perspective, the budget is what you want to keep your eye on. That's coming out on March 22nd. Right. That'll be the nuts and bolts of what's going to be done and how it's going to be done. But generally speaking, the speech from the throne is a bit of a roadmap. So what you'll see is references to things uh, for which they intend to address without mm-hmm. the details. So Little tips, little tidbits. Yeah, you can, and, and Teasers uh, almost. Oftentimes a bit of a review of what they've already mm-hmm. done. And it's in that wording. You have to sort of read between the lines if they say for example i'm making this up but if they say that you know we've gone a long way to building x that uh, should be an indicator that they're not there yet so more money will go into x and you know obviously they're going to be they're going to be touting the things that they believe that they have done yep. well done right and how oh, it's a bit uh, of an infomercial for sure <laughs> sure yeah. it is yeah sure it is <laughs> and but you have a majority to time. applaud mm-hmm. right every single time it's, yeah. it's going to be that so there's we'll certain see. things that you can expect to be there they have to be there the pipeline will have to be addressed of course because that's as you just mentioned well, it's, the it's battle the line one. right that's been drawn uh, there'll be reference i'm sure to indigenous peoples mm-hmm. there'll be reference probably given the federal budget um, social budget uh, that they tabled, what, two weeks ago or last week, whatever that was. Inclusiveness. Inclusiveness, so they'll probably address that at a provincial level as well. I know that um, there was a lot of promises made to build schools, hospitals, that sort of thing, so they'll talk about that, I'm sure. They oftentimes will say that they intend to introduce certain bills, Mm -hmm. but again, without the details of what those bills uh, will entail. And you know, that, again, will, I'm sure, be given in more detail on March 22nd when the actual provincial budget yeah. drops, and then we'll be able to read that as well and see what they are. Um, the Tidewater issue, we know both uh, Premier Notley and the leader of uh, the opposition, uh, Jason Kenney, both uh, being pretty firm, being pretty tough on mm-hmm. uh, their stance on that and their determination to get um, our product to Tidewater. And it's... It, it's... um. 
I think they're almost on the same page with this one. I think, uh, you know, Kenny saying no. They are on the same page. Well, they are on the same page, Mm -hmm. but Kenny saying, I would do this right now. Much tougher stand. Right. Whereas uh, Premier Nolly said, you know, all options are on the table and we will continue to evaluate. Mm -hmm. And, you know, of course, Jason Kenny is going to say, I would do this right now because he's not the premier. (laughs) It's kind of like the the parenting debate, right? Well, if I was a parent, my kids would never eat candy. Yeah. Talk to me when you're parent. Um, you can expect as well, probably, or I shouldn't say you should expect, but I would hope that they will also address in this session uh, rural crime. That's been in the headlines a lot lately, and I know that our rural uh, crime... Oh, it's been a huge talk Our rural show. residents have wanted uh, the province to do something about that. So hopefully that's uh, addressed as well, but again, you don't know until... Uh, until we actually see it. Again, still just going through procedural... Um things in, in the house. The, the left-hand governor hasn't even shown up yet, so oh. <laughs> she's not even in the in the room yet. So um, I think maybe this is what we should do. I think okay. we should maybe take a break right now. So that we don't have to take so a break. So we don't have to okay. take a break um, in, uh, in the middle of things. That's a good so idea. So why don't we do that? When we come back, we'll have more from the left. legislature this afternoon. We will get to the throne speech uh, shortly. Right now, one of the um, military bands uh, playing <laughs> a musical playing number. Playing a, a musical number. Some Vivaldi, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> we'll also be interested to see, uh, interesting to see what they do about uh, the opioid crisis. If there's any yeah, talk on another, that, because that is something that that's right is has this province in its grips mm-hmm. um, and you know we've seen certainly the, the the troubles here and the number of lives being lost here and uh, a lot of folks coming out talking about uh, what's needed when it comes to treatment mm-hmm yeah, you know, again, the budget has the details. This is the ground. Uh, this is the this roadmap is the teaser. for that. Yeah, this is the appetizer. And and of course, as you mentioned earlier, Jay, they'll want to paint what they have accomplished in the best possible light. And again, what you want to look for is uh, there'll be two things that will signal what they plan to do moving forward during this session. One will be specific, where they'll say we're going to introduce a bill to address this mm-hmm. without the details or, or something along those lines. But the other will be uh, where they make reference to the fact, uh, typically in a throne speech, of things that they started during their term that are not complete yet. It's it's like um, one of those pictures. We were talking about this the other day during the Cold War when uh, there'd be a picture out of Russia and uh, then a week later, the same picture would appear and somebody was missing from the picture. <laughs> Just kind of glued <laughs> yeah. together. <laughs> and you'd go, okay, well, I guess that guy's out. Um, so anything that they started that mm. they don't make reference to, that's what you have to look at as well and say, okay, so apparently they're, they're back and they're walking that one back. Well, and you have to know that the economy is going to be, you know, along with Tidewater and, 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 uh, and, and the pipelines, that the economy is going to be a, a front and center mm-hmm. as well, trying to paint that in the best picture possible you know we've heard them say it over and over again you know when we got into this it the, the was downturn had begun exactly. right and, and it's like you know i think it was you and and myself and uh, ryan jesperson during a um an announcers where i made reference to the fact that a government taking credit for or uh, receiving blame for economic conditions is like Ryan Jesperson taking credit for oil or winds because he happened to be there. <laughs> to be there yes. You know, a lot of what happens in the economy has very little to do with what the government is doing. But 
as far as getting elected goes, it has a lot to do with how they're perceived to be doing mm-hmm. something. So who are they helping? What are they doing with limited resources? How much debt are they incurring? And that's the the other one that we haven't mentioned at all, but I'm sure there'll be some uh, allusion to it. Um, when are you going to balance the books? And again, yes. the specifics <laughs> will happen during the budget, but will there be a promise um, with regard to the budget that's uh, coming up on March 22nd to attempt to balance those books? Is that in the yeah. in this year's uh, mm-hmm. forecast? And <laughs> yeah, the price Probably of oil, not. the price of oil, the price yep. of oil, and um, we've been saying it for years. And certainly the NDP talking about uh, diversification mm. and um, reducing the reliance on oil, on oil, yeah, and oil looking and at other resources. Yeah, and I mean, they've introduced programs in the past to help diversify the economy, uh, retraining programs, tax credits for taking uh, training, that sort of thing. Um, But at the end of the day, uh, wasn't it Trudeau who said, of all people, you'd be an idiot to have that resource in the ground and not use it? Mm -hmm. So obviously... It's it, you know I guess I'm now I'm sort of critiquing a, a throne speech I haven't heard yet but um, yeah diversification is probably always a good idea Todd Hirsch should be the first or Rob Roach should be the first to tell us that that's true but the reality is that well we it doesn't to, happen overnight no we need to cure our woes today and not tomorrow you have to also look by the way and this again is not the first uh, throne speech that we've heard since this NDP government got elected you also have to look at uh, laying the groundwork for an election Mm -hmm. so that'll be the other thing okay we have another two minutes to get out of the way here let's do that when we come back the lieutenant governor Alrighty, as another session of the Alberta Legislature opens, the throne speech will take you there now live. Uh, and listen to that throne speech being delivered by Her Honour, the Honourable Lieutenant Governor of Alberta, Lois Mitchell. ...of our province. When we're down, we help each other up. And we know that no matter who we are, however we worship, where we come from, or who we love, we are stronger when we look out for one another. That applies to Canada too. Albertans fuel the economic strength of this great country. We are hard-working people who create wealth and jobs across Canada. We are forward-looking people who know climate change requires us to look out for the world we we leave for the next generation. And we are practical people, united in the conviction that a new pipeline to the Canadian coast must be built and our landlocked must end. Canadians' decade-long inability to diversify our export market is holding us back, all of us. Billions of dollars for schools, hospitals, and public services have evaporated. Thousands of good jobs have been tossed aside, and money that should be in the pockets of working Canadians has been redirected south of our border. The dispute British Columbia triggered with its attack on Canadian workers will not stand. We won't let it. We have been vigilant in defending our workers, and we will remain vigilant. When the city of Burnaby tried to block the Trans Mountain Pipeline in court, your government intervened. 
when the government of British Columbia tried to overstep its authority and regulate something it has no right to regulate, your government stepped up. We shut down talks about electricity sales to British Columbia, talks that could have meant up to 500 million per year for them. We banned British Columbia wine from Alberta shelves, and we brought together a task force of experts and notable Canadians to provide us with the best advice. Those measures were effective in getting British Columbia to back away from the illegal point in their plan. And we were effective in making sure all Canadians knew our resolve. We refused to let anyone turn their backs on the thousands upon thousands of working people in our energy sector. Some people have asked how far we are willing to go. Today, we reaffirm we will do whatever it takes in the past. You've been listening to uh, Her Honour, the Honourable Lois E. Mitchell, Lieutenant Governor of Alberta, delivering the speech from the throne. Let's throw now to the 6.30 Chad 24-Hour News Centre and Eileen Bell with the highlights from that speech. We have been given an advanced copy of the speech and I've had a chance to go through and, and look at some of the quotes that you'll probably be hearing about from it. One, she says, we are hard-working people who create wealth and jobs across Canada, referring to Albertans. She said Albertans are forward-looking people who know climate change requires us to look out for the world we leave for the next generation and we are practical people united in the conviction that a new pipeline to the Canadian coast must be built and the landlock must end. She talked about billions of dollars for schools, hospital and public services that have evaporated and thousands of good jobs that have been lost because we were not able to get our oil to the coast and says the dispute with BC triggered its attack on Canadian workers and that they won't let it. You've heard part of her specifics on that. In some of the other areas of the talk, things are looking up. The cumulative impact of making different choices is paying off. The speech says, although there is more work to do to make sure each and every Albertan benefits from the recovery, that things are looking up. The province is leading Canada in economic growth. The economy is diversifying, and almost 900,000 people have found new full-time jobs in the last year. They talk about Albertans wanting off the resource royal roller coaster and for that end three bills are going to be introduced aimed at diversifying the economy the first bill is going to focus on diversification within the energy sector we're expecting to have that bill read today as we work to diversify the markets of Alberta's energy resources they'll be able to access by pipeline we also do more to add value to our resources here the second bill is going to focus on diversification across the economy the third bill will focus on laying the ground work for new renewable energy jobs and an electricity system with more stable prices. At other topics, they discuss the opioid crisis. The Lieutenant Governor will be reading that the opioid overdose crisis affects the lives of a growing number of Alberta families. Together with the Mounties, the province has developed new initiatives to combat rural crime. This includes investing in new bait and tracking technology, including technology related to farm equipment, 
government, new measures to help police spend less time on paperwork and more time on the street and putting boots on the ground when they're needed most to protect families. Now, speaking as well, uh, protecting Albertans from crime is another area they go into across Alberta from our rural communities to our rural centres. The speech reads that every Albertan deserves to feel safe. Today in Alberta, especially in rural areas, people are concerned for the safety of their homes, their property, and the well-being of those people they, they love. And she says that that must change. And she said to those who would say Alberta's best days are behind us, we have proven them wrong and will continue to prove them wrong. Alberta's best days will always be ahead when we are home to diverse, talented, and hard-working people. And those are some of the thoughts being expressed in the speech from the throne this afternoon. Thank you, Eileen. So as expected, one of the uh, top issues, the first one mentioned, Tidewater, ensuring Canadian Tidewater access to Alberta energy, that the pipeline must be built, the landlock must end, and, and really doubling down on, on how well the government believes it handled the dispute with BC. Yeah, exactly as we expected. And then as we mentioned uh, before we heard the speech, that there'll be some hint as to uh, what actions uh, will continue or be expanded upon and what new actions or bills will be introduced. So uh, this is interesting. Expansions to the capital investors tax credit and Alberta investors tax credit will help businesses grow. So there's going to be a tax Mm -hmm. break if you invest in business. did notice uh, Premier Notley noted, listen to this, with the economic recovery here, public sector capital spending will slow and work will continue to bring the overall cost of government down. Mm -hmm. So a signal there that uh, the building of uh, big projects perhaps uh, are going to start to slow down as the government attempts to bring the budget back in line. And one of the things on that front too talked about uh, continuing to work with the public sector to mm-hmm. do that. So it'll be interesting that a number of the um, the contracts and deals have already been put in place but for those that haven't, that's probably a right. signal that heads up, there's not a lot of money to go around. Exactly right and you know we mentioned before as well that with the federal budget specifically a addressing inequality, uh, that the uh, provincial uh, throne speech might do the same in the budget next week, or March 22nd will do the same. Uh, here's a hint of that. Child care will, be, uh, will continue to be more affordable with the expansion of the $25 per day child mm-hmm. care pilot. So that's a very specific promise. And uh, also mentioning the minimum wage will yeah. rise to $15 per hour, saying that they're not walking that back. And this one as well, which has been in the news quite a bit, safe, clean, reliable drinking water will be f- brought to more First Nations communities. So those are some of the highlights of the speech that is still being delivered by the Lieutenant Governor, Her Honor Lois Mitchell. We'll take a break here. Eileen Bell has a 3.30 News coming up. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.